My name is Kate Socialite, and you're listening to episode 150 of The Kate Show. Today we're talking about why you should maybe be concerned about Instagram's new terms of service. Now, as a home industry entrepreneur, you've probably been told over and over that you have to be active on Instagram. You just have to. You've likely never been told that you had any other option. For many of us, having an Instagram profile or a Facebook page for our business has really seemed like a non-negotiable. But I want to take this episode to remind you of one very important thing. You always have a choice. And yes, it is possible to market your business effectively without these social platforms. If you haven't read the fine print of Instagram's new terms yet, you might be a little bit on edge. You might be tempted to delete your profile after you read it. And that decision would be justified, by the way. Now, I'm not saying that you should go delete your Instagram or your Facebook accounts. I don't think any of us should be rash. I don't think we should make these decisions flippantly. And honestly, I'm still wrestling with this myself. So in today's episode, I'm sharing the issues and the privacy concerns that Facebook has implemented through its Instagram platform, why those things are upsetting, and how it could start affecting your business. But before we get to all of that, I would like to give a shout out to Alejandra, who has sent me the best review ever of our website templates. For those of you who don't know, we tend to book really far out with custom website design, and to offset that, we created Squarespace website templates that are specific to the home industry, designers, stagers, organizers, workrooms, and it's been working so well for everyone who has purchased them. Alejandra purchased one, and here's what she had to say. She says, I was so excited when I saw that Kate had created website templates for Squarespace, especially designed and SEO optimized for interior designers. I already had a website on Squarespace, which I was relatively satisfied with, but as soon as I saw Kate's template, it was love at first sight. I brought in most of my content and I edited the rest, customizing the layout based on my brand. Kate's instructions and videos were super easy to follow and very helpful. I've already gotten two new leads from my website and so many compliments. It was way easier to navigate and more specific to my business, and it's lovely to look at. Alejandra, thank you for that. And guys, this is not the first time someone has said, hey, I got new leads right away from the custom site you made for me or from the template that I bought from you. Because the science behind our websites, whether they are custom made for you or they're a template, is that there are layers of SEO in the mix and there's also a sales strategy behind it. So if you would like your website to start working for you and not just sitting there, you should check out not only Squarespace, but look into the website templates that we offer. More will be released shortly. Right now we have two primary. We have the boutique template and the modern template. And those have just been going like gangbusters. And the cool thing is you can really make it match your brand so that it doesn't look cookie cutter at all, but it still has all that good SEO juice and that sales page layout that people in the home industry are often lacking. All right, guys, enough of that. Let's get into the show. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, 
You deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming about selling product through your website or your social platforms, but you don't want to be bogged down by ordering, shipping, or keeping loads of inventory on hand, you need SideDoor. When SideDoor entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. You guys know I am wild about SideDoor and for good reason. They let you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes. With their seamless platform, you can create product collections really easily. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients would love would make for a great side door collection. It's not rocket science, but it's also kind of genius. You set your prices, side door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for reoccurring income. If you're ready to stop trading hours for dollars and truly scale your home industry business, now is the day to take action. Go to OnSideDoor.com to sign up with code KateTheSocialite. Now, back to today's episode. Everyone from the conscious Instagram user to celebrities like Madonna have shared their concern and some disgust, honestly, over Instagram's new terms that were released on December 20th of 2020. I'm going to share snippets of those terms in the show right now, but also in my show notes. So if you would like to read those terms in full, you can do that by going to Instagram. But if you're looking for just the snippets, you can certainly head over to the KateShowPodcast.com episode 150. Now, if you're looking for their data policy, which I do reference quite a bit in today's show, you can also find that on Instagram.com. And all right, so let's dive right in. Now, just quick heads up, this is not going to be an episode full of legalese or just things that are really hard to understand. This is all pretty much common sense stuff. We're just going to talk about how these terms are going to potentially affect small businesses and what we should do next. So here we go. The most troubling section of Instagram's new terms is this, and I quote verbatim, you can't use a domain name or URL in your username without our prior written consent. This is the section that has most Instagram users upset. If your website and your Instagram handle match, then you might have a problem. And actually, this describes me. My website is katethesocialite.com, and my Instagram handle is katethesocialite. Instagram says that is no longer allowed. If you want to have a handle that matches your website, you have to get written permission from Instagram, but nowhere does it say how to actually obtain that permission. Now, does this mean that your matching Instagram handle will result in the the, uh, suspension of your account? I mean, honestly, guys, I don't know. I'm willing to risk it, though. (laughs) I'm not changing my Instagram handle. But these terms would indicate that, yes, it is a possibility for um, some sort of action being taken. Before you freak out and rush to change your handle, just remember that doing so will result in people not being able to find you under your old handle. It will also render useless anytime someone has tagged you using your old handle, both present, past, and future, really, and your old handle is not going to automatically redirect to your new one. If you want to keep Instagram up and running, you might just want to wait until you absolutely have to change your handle, and hopefully you never do. All right, here's the other piece that is a little bit concerning, and I quote verbatim from Instagram. You agree that we won't be responsible or liable for any lost profits, revenue, information or data, or consequential, special, indirect, exemplary, punitive, or incidental damages arising out of or related to these terms, even if we know they are possible. This includes when we delete your content, 
information or account. While this part is not new, this portion of Instagram's terms ensures they won't get in trouble for downgrading or limiting the reach of any account they please. Influencers are going to be more troubled by this than other users might be. And when your business depends on how many likes you have and how big of a reach you have, you are truly at the mercy of whatever Instagram decides to do next, even when their decisions force you to give up your privacy. This is exactly why I've recommended for years that Instagram should not be used as a marketing plan or a sales funnel in and of itself. It's just a tool, one of many. On the outside, it's a tool that keeps people connected. On the inside, it really is a data mining operation that will always place its own interests above the rights, needs, and privacy preferences of its users. Now, I want to tell you guys, I am not getting political here. Don't even get me started on all of that. What I am talking about is just at least being aware of and comfortable with how your information is being used. Maybe this doesn't bother you at all. And if it doesn't, that's totally fine. More power to you. But if you didn't realize that Instagram's terms were stated as such and it bothers you, well, you have a right to know. Okay, let's move on. And I quote verbatim from Instagram. You agree to defend at our request, indemnify and hold us harmless, from and against any claims, liabilities, damages, losses, and expenses, including without limitation reasonable attorney's fees and costs arising out of or in any way connected with these terms or your use of the service. You will cooperate as required by us in the defense of any claim. We reserve the right to assume the exclusive defense and control of any matter subject to indemnification by you, and you will not in any event settle any claim without our prior written consent in a word, owned. <laughs> it looks like Instagram really believes its own users are their property, even in legal situations. Notice how many times they state, you will cooperate, or you will not do this, or you will not do this without our consent. I mean, that, to me, is just a little bit crazy. Maybe it doesn't bother you, and that's fine. But just in case they forgot to list one of the many ways they own you and your content, anything they forgot to mention is theirs too, by the way, and here's how they state that. We reserve all rights not expressly granted to you. Alrighty then. <laughs> Thanks for being clear, Instagram. And they go on to say, We collect information about how you use our products, such as the types of content you view or engage with, the features you use, the actions you take, the people or accounts you interact with, and the time, frequency, and duration of your activities. We collect information from and about the computers, phones, connected TVs, and other web-connected devices you use that integrate with our products and we combine this information across different devices you use. It goes on to say we collect information such as the operating system, hardware, software versions, battery level, signal strength, available storage space, browser type, and apps, and file names, and types, and plugins. It also says that we collect information about operations and behaviors performed on the device. As I keep reading, guys, it gets dicier. They also say we collect information you allow us to receive through device settings you turn on, such as access to your GPS location, camera, or photos. We collect information such as the name of your mobile operator or ISP, language, time zone, mobile phone number, IP address, connection speed, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, guys, that's all whatever. But then they end with this. We collect information about other devices that are nearby or on your network. What does all of this mean? They have this long list of things they're collecting. If you didn't catch it, they are talking about how they have the right to know your location, which, I mean, that's, you know, you can turn your GPS off. That's not like the end of the world or anything. 
But the part that's kind of weird is that they can look through all the other apps and files that are on your phone. So if you think about all the things you have on your phone, whether they're business or personal, it's kind of, uh, it makes me feel a little bit weird. You know how you have those, like when you were a kid, if you ever had that dream that you showed up at school in your underwear, <laughs> it's like, okay, this is so awkward. That's kind of the feeling that I get when I'm like, okay, so for how long now Instagram has been looking through my phone? I mean, a lot of us could be like, well, why would they even care? Like, why would they care about little old me? Well, here's the thing. Here's why they care. Deep data harvesting. And here is what this looks like in a real life scenario. Let's say that you have your GPS location turned on to help you find a local coffee shop. You go to the coffee shop, you go there to chat with a friend. Well, Instagram, because of all that, knows how long you're there. They record how you played around on your phone as you waited for your friend to arrive so you guys could have coffee together. They saw you log into your banking app to check your balance. They see the photos in your gallery that you'll never post publicly. You know, maybe they're just photos of your kids that you don't, you know, some people don't like sharing photos of their kids. I'm not saying there's anything naughty on here, guys. Get your mind out of the gutter. But seriously, it's your right to keep things private if you want to. Unless, of course, you've installed the Instagram app on your phone, because that's kind of what we're getting at here. And that brings us back to the big question. Okay, so it's data harvesting. It seems like a lot of boring, useless information. Or does it? Knowing where people go, what they do, and having access to the apps installed on their phone are things done by stalkers and hackers. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that Instagram has bad intentions. I'm just saying they really have no legitimate reason to be accessing all this data about you. Unless, of course, you're okay with it. So if you're okay with it, totally cool. Continue on with your life. Enjoy Instagram. But if you, much like me, are kind of like, you know, I'm not so sure I want some other business, which is, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. They are businesses. We have businesses. I'm not sure I want them snooping around on my phone. That just kind of seems, I don't know, it seems weird. Well, it gets even weirder because here's what they say as well. They say our rights and obligations can be assigned to others. Here's what that means. All the data they've harvested from your phone, your apps, your internet network, and all the other devices connected to that network, all that information can be transferred to anyone else at any time. And if that doesn't concern you, let's just unwrap it a little bit and think about what it implies. I guarantee you'll think of a few companies that you wouldn't want peeking into your bathroom, your bedroom, or wherever else you use your devices. It just starts to feel weird, guys. I've got to be honest with you. Hey, guys, I'm taking a break from this episode really quickly to share a resource with you that you would be crazy not to use. In fact, I'd be using this tool myself if I were a home industry pro. Why? Well, because I believe in scaling my business, not just in increasing my overhead or in constantly trading hours for dollars. And I bet you feel the same way. If you're ready to take your home industry business to the next level, you need to consider signing up for Side Door. SideDoor is the only platform that lets you create a custom shop of your favorite trade-only products and sell them at your prices. You make the sale and they handle ordering and shipping. It does not get any more brilliant than this. So many of my listeners are already using SideDoor and my team has been busy helping people get SideDoor integrated with their websites. Because yes, you heard me correctly, you can sell SideDoor collections through your own website and your own social platforms. Talk about an amazing branded experience, right? So if you're interested in scaling your business, go to onsidedoor.com and use code KATE the Socialite. Now, back to today's episode. 
Now let's talk about how Instagram's new terms could impact your business. Obviously, being told that your Instagram handle can't match your website is going to be an issue for some brands, mine included, oh boy. And because I've invested so much time into growing my mailing list, I'm just not that worried about this. Like if I were to get kicked off Instagram, I guess I wouldn't feel terrible. <laughs> I really wouldn't, guys. I would still be able to communicate with all of you, not just through the podcast, but through my mailing list. So if you guys haven't taken time to set up a lead magnet to grow your list, this is something you really need to do, even if you decide to stay on Instagram, even if you never get booted off for any reason. It's just being smart. That's really what this comes down to. Now, a lead magnet can ensure that you'll grow your audience regardless of how much social media platforms want to change, how much they change, how they operate, their algorithm, so on and so forth. A mailing list ensures that you will not lose access to your entire following simply because the powers that be at Facebook or Instagram decided that your account violated some new rule that they've just invented. And yes, I'm being a bit facetious. Is that the right word? Yes. <laughs> Obviously, I am not in any position to say I know what Instagram's intentions are. I just know that their terms of service that changed on December 20th have really ruffled some feathers and for good reason. So again, I'm not saying you should delete your account. I'm saying you need to be aware of how your information is being used. If this information just doesn't bother you, that's fine. But if you don't want your banking apps eyed by some outside company, if you prefer not to let strangers look at the cute pictures of kids in your photo gallery, if you don't want your location and your daily schedule tracked, like you're some sort of, you know, microchipped house pet, <laughs> you might want to make some considerations and some changes. Honestly, I have not decided whether to fully delete my Instagram or Facebook for business yet. I don't honestly use them personally that much at all. My personal Facebook page looks like a ghost town, and I'm certainly not subscribing to the Orwellian theory that Big Brother is watching me put on my makeup every morning through my phone. I'm just a smart adult who can recognize a violation of privacy and can notice when those motives are deliberately obscure. So due to this, I have taken a few prudent measures, and if you are a little bit disturbed by the new terms from Instagram, maybe these are some things that you can do as well. So here's what I did. The first thing is I actually deleted apps for Instagram and Facebook and their associated companies off my phone as much as possible. And I am running an online business. So I know a lot of you might be like, well, I can't, I can't delete Instagram from my phone. I mean, how am I supposed to update stuff? Well, the thing is you can schedule it in advance. You can do it through your desktop. When you're done on your desktop, you can log out because it's all about your comfort level, guys. And I'm not comfortable having my information mined any more than it absolutely has to be. So I decided to delete the apps. The second thing I did is I checked my phone's settings to determine which apps had access to my location, and it was a little bit alarming how many apps actually had that information, so I revoked permission for all of them, including Google Chrome. I also then just turned off my location and Bluetooth in general, only to be activated when I actually need it, which is really not that often. And again, I want to be clear, I'm not saying that you need to wipe your business from the face of social media or that you should smash your phone with the nearest hammer. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just highlighting the terms and policies from Instagram because they deliberately chose not to highlight these changes, but they did decide without your consent that you were going to agree to these. And that fact itself should be enough to raise a few brows. Some of you, like me, have become a little bit disillusioned with social media. It has a role to play, but it's not the whole dang show when it comes to your marketing. 
Whether these social platforms get too invasive, too politically motivated, or too money-hungry as they drive business owners to do more and more paid ads or boosted posts, it's good to know that social media is not the only way to market your business. So again, if you want to lessen the role that social media plays in your life while still growing your audience, you can. A lead magnet, a mailing list, a monthly newsletter are the way to go. Email has been around far longer than social media, and it remains 40 times more effective to this day. Don't become so narrowly focused on social media that you ignore your larger sales funnel. So guys, that is the unconventional episode that I have for you today. If you have questions, if you want to chat about this, you can certainly hit me up in the Marketing for Home Pros Facebook group. We can always talk about Facebook on Facebook. That would be fun, huh? I don't think they'll really have a problem with that because I do think that we all are allowed to have our opinions. But, you know, guys, it also, there's there's a sticky conversation around this because Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you know, they're all one and the same. They are a business and they get to set the rules for their business to a point. You know, there is a point. But that also means that we as their users do have a right to know how our information is being used. And if they decide they're going to use it differently, we should be able to accept or deny that before they start doing it. And unfortunately, that's just not the case here. So if you already knew about these changes to their terms, fantastic. If you didn't, I hope that this kind of opened your eyes to it a little bit and that you can make whatever decision is best for your business. I will be wrestling with this for a little while. <laughs> I really will. Because I don't know that I have ever heard any other social media or marketing agency owners say this. And sometimes I do feel like I am the only one saying this, but you do not need social media to market your business. Everyone will tell you differently because they often have something to sell you. You know what I mean? And I have just found that through even marketing my own online business, I don't really need social media, at least not as much as I thought I did when I first started the business. So again, food for thought. Guys, until next time, keep your marketing simple, keep your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.